Hi, this is Harry Blaylock. Welcome to my podcast, Stories from the Sea. In these days of a COVID-crippled world, many of us long to travel and have more adventures, but that's either very difficult or impossible to do at the moment. I want to help give you a taste of adventure through my stories of diving through the years. I hope this helps and that you enjoy them. Today's story is Grab the Skate's Tail. When we would go to the Keys to go diving, we would camp in either Bahia Honda State Park or Long Key State Park. The first few years were in a tent, but eventually we had a travel trailer and then a motorhome. But our destination was always the same. Both of these campgrounds were a stone's throw from the highway, but were right on the beach surrounded by coconut palm trees. The scenery was something straight out of your dreams of a South Pacific island. The only clothes we needed were a swimsuit and a few t-shirts, and we were set for our dive vacation. We usually got to know the people camping on both sides of us, as Dad was a pretty social creature but he'd get really interested if they were divers, seeing what tips he could pick up or learn from them. One of the guys taught us a trick for catching grouper without using a spear gun. He told us that if we chased them, they would usually duck into a hole to hide, just like the lobsters. Once you had them trapped, you could reach in with your hand, grab them by the gills, and pull them out, then put them in your catch bag with no blood in the water. That meant no sharks or barracuda coming around to check out the blood, which was a huge bonus in our books. We eventually got very good at it and would catch our limit of lobster and groupers every day, which meant a huge feast on the beach at our campsite every night. There was enough food to invite several of our neighbors to join us, and then still put some on ice to take back with us. For a junior high and high school boy, this was about as good as it got. Not only did it get me out of school for three weeks every March, but I got to do things that my classmates had never done and probably never would. You have to remember that these stories of my diving with my dad were from the 70s, and the world was a very different place back then. We weren't nearly as enlightened or environmentally conscious as we are today. I'm not saying it was right, just that it was what it was. My dad liked to collect creatures to bring back and decorate his office with. He had a friend who owned the local funeral home and gave him formaldehyde to preserve the critters in. He would bring back some of the huge starfish, shells, and sponges to decorate his office with. Even though they were preserved in the formaldehyde, the dead rotting smell never really seemed to go away. I remember he had this net hanging on a wall with his most treasured trophies hanging on the net, his way of bringing Florida back to Michigan with him. We had built a raft and brought it down from Michigan to use as our dive boat on this particular trip. It was made of big chunks of styrofoam that he got from another friend who owned a factory that made various things out of styrofoam. The big chunks of styrofoam formed two pontoons on each side of the raft. Then we built a wooden deck on top of them and fastened it to them. We even built a transom on the back so we could attach a 25-horse outboard motor to it. It was big enough for my dad, my brother, and I to sit on, and all of our dive gear as well. We put the raft on top of the travel trailer and fastened it down, and that's how we got it down to the Florida Keys. It certainly wasn't the prettiest dive boat you've ever seen, but it got the job done and hauled us and our gear back and forth to the dive sites. Now that we had a motor-powered raft, we could go out to the Tennessee Reef, seven miles out. The diving was much better out there, more coral, fish, lobsters, and the bottom was more what you'd expect for a reef, not just a sandy bottom with the occasional rock or coral head on it. My dad liked to play a little game called grab the skate's tail. A skate is a type of ray that's fairly small, has a fat, meaty tail, and no barb or stinger at the base of his tail, so they're harmless. You would see them buried in sand with only their eyes sticking out above the sand. You had to look very carefully to spot them as they were very well hidden under the sand. We didn't keep them or eat them. It was just a silly little game that my dad liked to play and turn into a contest to see who could find the most skates. You got used to shuffling your feet through the sand as you walked through the water, 
because stingrays were everywhere, and if you stepped on one, you were going to get stung, and it was excruciating from what I'd heard. We'd seen quite a few stingrays both walking the beach and on our dives. They're beautiful creatures to watch swim, as the edge of their body would flow in ruffles, somehow propelling it magically through the crystal clear water. But as beautiful and graceful as they were, you learned to have a healthy respect for them, and give them a wide berth. We'd seen some people at the campsites who had stepped on one and gotten stung. Their pain was very real and very intense. On one of our trips out to the Tennessee Reef, I saw what I thought was a skate, mostly buried in sand. So I slowly snuck up on it and then quickly reached out and grabbed it by the tail. All of a sudden I realized something was terribly wrong. My hand was on fire and there was this green fluid coming out from a hole in my glove. Underwater, the deeper you go, the more color you lose. And the first color you lose is red. Therefore, below about 30 feet, your blood looks green instead of red. I pulled the glove off and discovered a hole in my hand. Something had gone in through my palm and poked all the way out through the back of my hand. The pain seemed to be increasing exponentially. I found myself short on breath and my heart was beating like a racehorse. I had no clue what was happening to me. But I knew that I was in trouble as I was still underwater and couldn't see my dad or brother, so I made a beeline straight back to the raft. By the time I reached the raft, my entire arm seemed to be on fire. My hand was throbbing. I took my gear off, climbed up onto the raft, and then had to wait for my dad and brother to finish their dives and come back. After about 15 minutes, they finally came back to the raft to find me sitting there in a pool of my own blood, going out of my mind in pain. My dad figured I must have grabbed a stingray by mistake, and he thrust his barb right through my hand. Here I was in some serious pain, and my dad decides to criticize me for not being more careful and paying attention to what I was grabbing. He pointed out that stingrays don't look anything like skates, and I needed to be much more careful in the future. I wanted to just whack him in the head at that point. We were seven miles out to sea on a raft that wasn't exactly a speedboat. The ride back seemed to take forever, and I was howling in pain the whole way. When we got to our campsite, Dad told Mom what had happened, and we all piled into the car and headed for the nearest hospital, which was several keys away and a good half-hour road trip. By the time we finally got to the hospital and saw a doctor, it had been a good two hours since I got stung. The pain really hadn't eased up all that much. The doctor said there really wasn't much he could do for me, except give me some pain pills, which I gladly took. It wasn't until years later, and my dad had already passed away, that I discovered there's something called a southern stingray that looks exactly like a skate with one glaring difference. They have a nice big barb at the base of their tail. Evidently, my dad didn't know about southern stingrays, Either that, or hopefully he wouldn't have been playing a stupid game called Grab the Skate's Tail. And unfortunately, since he wasn't around anymore, I couldn't tell him about my discovery and let him know that skates and southern stingrays look almost identical, therefore explaining how I could have thought I was grabbing a skate's tail, but in reality, grabbed a southern stingray's tail. I'm Harry Blaylock. Thanks for joining me for my stories from the sea.